Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. I hope everyone had a good week and I'm really excited about the topic for this month being grounding because it is, um, it's really probably one of the most fundamental things that as energetic practitioners or spiritual practitioners, I mean, really, if you get down to the basics of it, being able to ground is probably the one thing that will help every aspect of the work that you do. So take a look at what it is that you consider a grounded state. And today what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about similar to when we talked about enlightenment. So if you know, you want to fill in on that, watch the last month's uh, topics. The idea of knowing what it means to you and defining that term, what does being grounded mean to you? What does it feel like? Um, what does it, you know, what is the, the way that you know that you're grounded versus not grounded? And that can be something that can be very tricky to be able to determine when you're not in a grounded state. The point when you take a look at what is grounded versus not grounded, what does that feel like to you? What does that represent to you? You want to be able to take the time when you're in a fairly good space to take a look at that and to really explore what that means because you can't figure out how you get grounded if you don't know what being grounded feels like, what that represents to you. So. What is the feeling of being grounded? Well, uh, for many, it goes into that place of, hush, it goes into that place of being um, like the earth. You know, people think of, you know, ground. They think of earth energy. They think of being rooted. They think of, you know, like tree roots going down into the soil and, and holding firm. They think about stones. And, and rocks and, and solid things that just, you know, have that place of, of just stillness. So what does being grounded mean to you? What does that feel like inside of you? For some, it's, you know, it's different experiences. Some feel that sense of, they, they visualize what it is that, you know, it would be like to be ground. They, um, try to match the energy. And we'll be talking about that when we talk about uh, grounding uh, techniques. We're going to do that next week. But this week, I wanted to really firm down the idea that you need to know what you mean when you say grounded. Because the important thing is, is that what you feel is grounded, someone else might not feel as grounded. So once again, be really careful, like with enlightenment, be careful when you go by someone else's definition of grounded. And it's always great to get help with uh, your energetic works and, and moving through your processes. And keep in mind that when somebody talks to you about grounding, they're giving you their perception of it, which may or may not be true for you. You need to find out what grounded means to you. Now, I know some people who ground very well looking at natural settings, thinking of being out in the forest or, or on a mountaintop or something like that. And for some, uh, being around activity, you know, that that is what 
brings them into that place of stillness. Uh, it could be a particular musical piece, or it could be white noise or some sort of, um, you know, type of harmonic, you know, where either maybe whale song or um, just different pitches. And, and it may be that certain pitches will ground you more than others. So when you're talking about incorporating sound into the process of your grounding, then figure out what it is. For some, maybe it's listening to classical music. And for others, it may be something more industrial and, you know, not quite so soothing. So figure out what it is that the sound of grounding means to you, because it really is a sensory experience. If you close your eyes and you, you know, just think what you would look like grounded, what would you feel like grounded? And, you know, some it's, you know, the typical sitting lotus position and hands out and, you know, ohm or, or whatever. You will find your way. You will find what works for you. But make sure that it is what connects you to your core because that's, you know, grounding is connecting to your core self to the exclusion of everything else. It allows you to go into your true authentic center. And last week we talked about, you know, think of it like a lightning rod where the energy moves through you into ground. And what does that state of detachment from that energy moving through you? What, is, what does that look like? What does that feel like? So when you look at what really is within you, you know, it's that place of stillness. And oh my gosh. Okay, let's, let's, sorry, you know, it's <laughs> grounding and finding a way to turn that off, off, off. Okay, sorry about that. So, and it is very easy to get ungrounded when random things happen. That is probably, you know, one of the biggest challenges is, you know, you're in your space, you're doing your thing, you know, you, you feel that you're getting into that grounding and then your cell phone goes off because you forgot to turn it off or uh, somebody knocks on your door or, you know, you just immediately remember something you needed to take care of. All of these are things that take us out of that grounded place. So consider what is it that, you know, pulls you out of your grounding? Because what pulls you out of your grounding pulls you out of your core. It pulls you out of your essential self. And it's, I mean, being grounded is a very, to me, it's a very fluid state. You can go to it, embrace it, but then accept that it's like, okay, it's like the eye of the storm. The eye of the storm is not meant to stay there forever. It's just meant to give you a space where you can get your feet up under you and you can take a breath and kind of collect yourself to be able to go out and do what you need to do and to face the world from a more balanced place. When we're facing the world from a, our most balanced place, we're, we're dealing with it from our core, from our center. It's not all the little distraction things that go on. We're talking about your true self. We're talking about that part of you that, you know, is that enlightened aspect of you, that part of you that is at peace, that part of you that doesn't attach to things, 
So basically what you're doing is you're taking that piece of yourself and you're expanding it into your entire experience for a certain amount of time. Nobody stays grounded forever. And I'm sure that there will be people who disagree with me and who will say, well, what about this person? What about this person? Okay, when the cameras are on, when we see them, but we don't see them 24 hours a day. And anybody can get irritated. Anybody can get upset. It is human. It's not a bad thing. It's human. So, you know, if, if you're not, you know, reaching that level of grounding that you think you should, you might want to modify what your description is. You might want to take a look at it. Because if you're gauging your grounding based on what somebody else does or how they appear to be grounded or, wow, you know, they're just really calm and really sedate, that's what I want to be. That's their grounding. It's not yours. Your grounding may feel a little bit different. I mean, part of it is what you would like it to be. And part of it is just what your spiritual and energetic makeup is. For some people, you know, their energy runs really fast and, you know, they have a tendency to just, you know, like zip, 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 zip. You know, for those people, going into absolute stillness may not be what is grounding because if, if, you, if you're somebody who, you know, is very high energy and, you know, and very, you know, kind of in the moment type of thing, for you, maybe grounding is like a breeze that runs through and you know you become like the wind and you can move as fast as you want but you don't attach to anything around you um you could maybe picture it like um being a river and the river runs but it runs clean and there's nothing impeding it there's nothing damming up the river so when you look at you know, grounding isn't just about, well, I want to be like stone or I want to be like soil. You know, that's not that may not necessarily be your way. And if you're trying to make yourself ground that way, maybe that's why you're not having as much success as you would like. If you're having a hard time grounding using, say, you know, the information or the visualizations or whatever that someone else has given you, then maybe it's time for you to figure out what it means to you. What is your feeling of grounding? Because if you keep trying to use someone else's, it might work, it might not. You know, what grounds me may not be the same as what grounds somebody else. So the idea of what is your practice, go inside, find that still place inside of you that place of detachment, that place of not getting caught up in the petty, crazy stuff going on around you, where you can find that center, find that eye of the storm, find that stillness in the way that it works for you. Maybe it is flow without resistance. It's about the river moving. It's about the wind blowing. You know, some people, I know people who ground by the sound of the wind blowing through trees and that kind of shh that happens. It's sort of like a white noise type of thing. So if, you know, listening to whale song is not doing it for you, if, you know, trying to, you know, work with 
a stone is not doing for you, maybe that's not your nature. So figure out what does. Think about the last time you felt just really at peace and like nothing was bothering you, that everything just for that moment, everything was okay. Now, where were you? What were you doing? Um, what were you listening to? Uh, was there a particular smell? You know, maybe it's a smell of fresh break, baked bread, whatever. But consider that moment, you know, and, and you know, if, if, you, if you take your time, you will remember a moment like that. You know, some people say, well, I've never had a moment like that. Yes, you have. You just have to calm yourself down enough to where you think about the last time you felt steady, you felt at peace, you felt centered, and you felt like you were okay. Think about that time and then figure out what was going on around you. Maybe it was holding an infant. Maybe it was holding a puppy. Maybe it was being on a swing. Maybe it was listening to soft music. Maybe it was doing a puzzle. Whatever it was that you were doing when you felt still, content, and at peace, that is your grounding. That is your way to ground. That's your doorway to ground. So as you look at what it is that you do that brings you into that place sort of naturally and organically, then you can move that spontaneity into a place of choice, into a place of, of conscious. If, you know, it's the sound of the trees, the wind through the trees, get a recording of a sound of the wind through the trees. You can go on, you know, on the internet, you can find the sound for anything. So find that. Um, if it's a particular, let's say if it's when sage burns or when cedar is burned, burn some sage, burn some cedar. You know, if, if it's, if there's a particular person who you tend to ground more when you're around them, get around that person, figure out what it is about them. What it is, what is it about their energy that helps you go into that grounded place? But whatever you do, however you look for it, remember your experience is yours. Your grounding is yours because it aligns your spirit and your core self. It's about bringing that self up to the front as opposed to, you know, the scattered, you know, kind of monkey brain we sometimes have where we're thinking about a dozen different things because this is a world where we have to think about a dozen different things at the same time. What brings you to that place of calm? What brings you to that place of detachment? Where suddenly you go, you know what? The heck with it. You know, I don't, for the next few minutes, I'm not going to care about, you know, all of the other stuff. Just to take a break from it. What are you doing when that hits? And then follow that. Because that's the way that you start off grounding. Now, um, next week we're going to be talking about specific techniques and I'm going to be talking about a few different ones. I'll be, I'll share the ones that I use and then we'll talk about maybe some different ones that other people have used that I know, you know works for them. And then if you, you know, have a little, a few things that you can kind of explore with, you'll be able to find your own.
And that's the first part of, of, you know, doing that grind. Well, the first part is what does grounding mean to you? What does it feel like? You know, how do you know you're grounded as opposed to when you're not? And second is, okay, once you figure out your destination, what's the best way for you to get there? And we'll be talking about that next week. So thank you for joining me. And um, if you would like to reach me, uh, you can contact me in the description is my Twitter feed and uh, my web, my Facebook page, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And as always, on the first episode, the premiere episode of any of my classes, I will be in the chat room for the live chat until the end of the video. And after that, you can leave comments there. If you're on Blog Talk Radio, you can leave comments after the episode if there's something that you know you have a question about. And I also invite you in your description over in Blog Talk Radio is the link to be able to go to the YouTube page so you can actually see the episodes. So if you appreciated this, if it helped, please hit like. And if you like what I do, then please subscribe and uh, click the bell so you get the updates. If you'd like to support me on a higher level, then you can go to the link in the description for my Patreon account, which for as little as $2 a month, you can help support this channel and help it to grow and help me to do better and create more. So thank you for being here. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and class dismissed.